For all your financial needs, this is Money Talks. We're back. Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jesse Thomas. Hey, Troy. Hey, Jesse. And Peter Lynch. And so where do we go from here? Well, you left me just a few minutes. So we're going to tee up this case study. Jesse, mid-year tax reviews. Yes. Mm. Okay. So we've got uh, we've got this uh, investor, a uh, business owner. Her name's Kathy. Runs a small business with a business partner. They received PPP loans, stimulus, loan forgiveness all throughout the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Uh, last two years were the first time she ever had an accountant prepare her taxes which makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot going on. Um, recently, she received some information recommending that she come in for a mid-year review to go over the recent changes. Now, since 2022 has been kind of a business as normal year, she didn't think that that would be beneficial, but what, what I mean, it actually would be, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's never a bad idea, especially considering, you know, she's saying 2022 is back to business as normal but when you've had two years that are so not normal yeah normal is not normal anymore so um <laughs> no no that is wow. exactly yeah. that's exactly what i was thinking Very when i read profound. this I was like, um so there are definitely things especially on the personal side that right. have reverted back to where they were before but taking the business side first you know we're halfway through the year hopefully even though she doesn't want this mid-year review she's at least kept up with her records Mm -hmm. um whether that's in excel or on paper or in some sort of platform like quickbooks um really just so that she has an idea of where she stands you know now's kind of a good point in the year where you can say business is up business is down flat and start planning for those things that you're looking for towards year end and if you made like improvements or if you did anything right. with all those pp loan ppp loans like i can only imagine what the business went through you know like i i don't have any record of like what she does but i can imagine there was probably some capital improvement in that time mm-hmm. you know retaining employees hiring employees even you know well and and i mean even speaking of retaining employees Employees. I know that the case study mentions, you know, she had the PPP loans, the stimulus, the loan forgiveness. There's also still potential that if she retained employees or grew the business during the uh-huh. pandemic, that there may still even be some employer employee retention credits, also called oh, okay. ERCs that are on the table. Oh, nice. Um, so at a minimum, if she has a payroll provider, I would reach out to them. Um, if not, reach out to the tax provider. I just know that usually when you're doing the planning, there's a charge for that. And most payroll companies are offering that service for free to oh, see if you qualify. Super cool. Um, so it's money right back in your pocket as a business owner. So it's definitely a good place to start if you're looking at where you are for mid-year. We've been talking taxes with Jesse, of course, um, you know I really don't have a whole lot to add. I I pay my taxes, and otherwise, I you know whatever they tell me to pay, that's I'll just find my wallet now. Yeah. Ask the expert. Yeah, <laughs> kind of one of those. Yeah. That's why I I asked her on the show. There <laughs> Most you go. exciting topic of all. Well, not only that, but it's really not their busiest season. So well, yeah. and that's that I think is why we do mid year reviews. I yeah. mean, you're kind of in that lull before any quarterly estimated payments have to come in. Yes, and so. You've probably, I would like to think that, you know, most everybody has gotten those extensions filed unless they're seriously waiting for October. Mm-hmm. They probably but, have them filed, but yeah, there they is may not still have filed another the returns, step. But yeah. <laughs> There's still another step. Oh, yeah. 
but yeah. we'll hit you up in the fall right yeah now we're kind of we're in that lull so yeah and, and it's a share great- share your wisdom <laughs> honey yeah and it's a great time because there's still so much time in the year so if you haven't made your first two quarters there's still time to make that up yeah. um because if you are making those quarterly payments they do annualize that income so you want to make sure you get them in as soon as possible and the mid-year review is a great time to talk about that because there are things especially in georgia law this year as a business owner that might impact those payments Jesse, um just yes. just for a shameless plug let's tell them how they can get in touch with of you course. i think it's 770-422-9166 there we go oh I, what in the world happened to me? i think i slept <laughs> last night or something there's uh, I think you're I'm, asleep I'm trouble. Now. all right so yeah. hensler financial if you want to talk to jesse you can call 770-429-9166. There you go, Jesse. I'll, I'll get out of your way. No, no, you're now. good. <laughs> so especially this year with Georgia, there's something new called the entity tax election, and you have to make it by the end of the year. So this allows you as a business owner, and I know she said that she had a partner, so she would have to talk with her partner about whether this is right for them. But what it does, it allows you to pay your business taxes for Georgia inside the business. So the net amount you're paying is still the same, but it does one of two things for you. If you're taking the standard deduction, it's allowing you to get the deduction in the business, which is reducing the income that's being taxed on your return. So you're getting credit for that. And if you are itemizing, you're capped at $10,000 of taxes. Mm -hmm. So if your combined taxes from your wages and property taxes and the business are over that cap, it's allowing you to pick up the business portion in the business as well. So it is definitely something nice. to think about and that it is an election that has to be made by the end of the year. So now's a good time to kind of talk to your tax advisor, see if it makes sense for you, okay. see if that's something you want to consider. Um, on the personal side, yes. the changes are kind of, it's weird because most of them are not changes, they're, they're reversions. reversions to the actual tax law. Yeah. So we've seen a lot of things enacted because of the pandemic and through the CARES Act that did sunset Mm -hmm. Um, this year. So things are going kind of back to normal, which means that if you have kids, the child tax credit is being reduced again. Um, You're not going to see that $2,000 per child where part of it was paid up front um, or it's going back down to the 2000. I apologize for that. You're not going to see those same numbers that you were having before. Um, And it also is a revision on the years. Um, They had expanded how old your child could be and that's being reduced. Oh, and they were giving advanced payments at one point. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is going back down. Um, Depending on income, the earned income tax credit is changing again as well. Um, Most workers were able to claim the earned income tax credit if they didn't have children Mm -hmm. um, in 2021 is what we saw. I expect that will change and we'll see less of that as well. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of talk about children. Can we send our children to the IRS for payment? (laughs) Just put enough postage on them, send them in. Uh. (laughs) Um, They could use the extra workers. So This this is true. Like I really don't see a downside. (laughs) Um, I think the biggest thing that people probably have already noticed is those stimulus payments. Um, We haven't seen those go out. We're not anticipating them going out um the tax rates are one thing that really didn't change but the brackets did kind of widen okay um so they're they're trying to account for the inflation that we saw um and in, in adjusting those figures so we should see some changes in the bracket widths but not in terms of tax rates okay 
Um, the standard deduction did go up, so... It, and those are kind of like like expanded, you know, brackets, right? Stand, you know, deduction. Those are um, kind of like those annual adjustments. Yes. Okay. So it's yeah. like an inflation or cost of living. Cost type. of living, or you know, I I'm not really sure exactly what metric they use, but I'm, you know, we've seen it go up. Inflation's going up, um, and they're trying to account for that. Oh, I see. So, um, especially as a business owner, one thing that Mm -hmm. she may be seeing is third-party payments. So, there were some talks a couple of years ago going well on into the pandemic about whether you should be receiving 1099Ks from PayPal and Venmo. Oh, Um, Especially PayPal, people weren't having those issued. So, Mm -hmm. if you're tracking your income from all sources through your bookkeeping, whether right. that's paper, Excel, QuickBooks, whatever, it probably won't impact you because you're already picking up those payments. Right. But if you are relying on kind of getting those paper 1099s to know what you earned, yeah. you may have been missing income. Um, I've heard of a couple cases where people got them retroactively and had to adjust their returns. So make sure this year that one, all of the 1099s that come to you, if you do own a business, are in the business name and ID number. Yeah. Because they're going to be looking to tie that with what number it's attached to. And also make sure that you're including them from all sources. Um, Another one of the kind of pandemic-related adjustments was that we were allowed in 2021 $300 of cash charitable contributions, even if you took the standard deduction, Mm -hmm. $600 if you were married. Um, That is not available for 2022. So one way to combat this, if you are of required minimum distribution age and you are making charitable contributions, if you're taking the standard deduction, Mm -hmm. if you give directly from your or required minimum distribution. So the money never comes to you. It goes straight from your IRA to yes. the charity. That is a reduction of income. So if you are in that category, that is one way to kind of counterbalance that if you are making those charitable contributions. Um, also, speaking of required minimum distributions, the tables have been adjusted for a longer life expectancy. So your factor will go down, which should make that distribution requirement a little bit That's lower. Been, that was a big change. Well, not a big change, but a significant change because they hadn't done that in many years. Mm-hmm. And there are so. potential changes going forward, yeah, depending maybe. on what gets passed. Right. I was going to say, yeah. R&D age. Right. The Secure that's, Act that's 2.0. 2.0. Yeah. Correct. That's yeah, what's we, being we've, we've touched on it, but, yeah. you know, we hate to really speculate yeah. on yeah. it. Too right. Much. Yeah, we don't know what will happen. Right. Um, then also with the teacher and education expenses, it used to be that you were limited to $300. Um, now the max deduction is dump, jumping up to 600 if you're married. Um so this is for any teacher who is funding part of their classroom from their pocket all the way from kindergarten through 12th grade. It also includes instructors, counselors, principals, anyone that's spending at least 900 hours in a school. Um, one thing to note is that if you are homeschooling, this deduction is not allowed. So, Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the kitty tax, the first, the kitty tax is a tax on your child's unearned income. So the first $1,150 is tax free if they're 18 or younger or a full time student all the way up to 24. Mm-hmm. The next $1,150 is taxed at their rates, and anything over that is taxed at the parents' rates. Um, so what constitutes unearned income for a, for a child? So it would be interest, dividends, capital gains awesome. are the w- main ones we see. Okay. Um, there, there is an argument that royalties can be included in there depending on what they're for. Mm-hmm. I see. 
Um, and then there is a expanded adoption credit. Um, so if you adopt a child in 2022, you can take up to 14,890 of qualified expenses up from 14,440 in 2021. Seems arbitrary. Yes, it? yeah, one of those <laughs> one of those IRS numbers for you. Um, and then the kind of one that most people will see is in their W-2s. Um, the Social Security wage base is what you're paying Social Security's tax on is up to $147,000 or $147,000 this year. Good deal. All right, coming up next, we're going to get to those listener questions. Troy, we're going to talk about dollar cost averaging and uh, figure out a good formula on how to do that. Yeah, is that, do that. Is that what, I think that's really what I'm trying to say. It's right. a formula. That's what I want. Yep. All right. You're listening right. to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.